think it's a great lesson in leadership, isn't it? Um, just being able to inspire people, uh, support them, encourage them to grow, challenge them. Welcome to the Access VFX podcast. Pursuing inclusion, diversity, awareness and opportunity in VFX, animation and games industries. Hi, I'm Simon Devereaux, founder and director of Access VFX, bringing the visual effects animation and games industry together, working towards a shared goal to make our industry more diverse and inclusive by taking action rather than just talking about it. Hello and welcome to another Access VFX podcast. I always seem to start with a clap, I don't know why. Um, so welcome if you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening on any of the podcast platforms that we use. This is another Celebrity Squares special episode of the podcast. I think we're on episode, this could be episode 30 actually, this could be like an anniversary style, the Big 30 episode. So it's a big one and I was just going to give you a bit of a background uh, uh, on this particular episode. So Access VFX kind of insiders will know that we've been planning an e-mentoring podcast episode for a while now. Uh, what with our regular promotion of our foundry sponsored platform hosted by Prospella.com and our relentless calls out for more industry mentors. Um, if you're on LinkedIn, you'll know that we're all on there kind of banging the drum. So we now find ourselves in a world in flux. Most of us are home working. I think everybody on this call is at home. Is that fair to say? No, yeah. Yep. No, I, I couldn't work out whether that was your home office, Emma, or you're still. I'm the only one here. Amazing. <laughs> buy, buy a shotgun. You might be there for a while. Uh, so yeah, we find ourselves ourselves in a world in flux. Most of us uh, are home working, apart from Emma, um, juggling childcare and kind of life in general, but also finding ways we can continue to be our best selves whilst in the confines of our own homes. Some of us maybe spend it could be spending more time with family perhaps be more creative, painting, writing that novel, um, learning a new skill, learn to play the guitar, whatever. Um, but for Access VFX, and I know it's a shared view that there's no better time really to ask people to sign up as a remote e-mentor, right? Um, to support somebody who wants to get into the creative industry, who can't make it to a careers fair and animation festival or games festival. As we all know, they've all been canned, they've all been canceled. So rather than do the usual call to action on socials, which we're all getting very good at now, we thought we'd gather a host of current mentors from a range of studios already doing it and actively mentoring, as well as inviting our sponsors and our, our, our co-founder of the platform we use, Prospella.com. So let's attempt to get this started. So I'm gonna work my way around this celebrity squares I've got in front of me. So I'm gonna start with Sid. Sid, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, so I'm Sid. I don't know if it's mirrored on my screen or not. It might be, uh, but I'm it from works. Carson Waterman, a small studio in Stoke-on-Trent in the Midlands, uh, and I'm an animator. Amazing. And Sid, how long have you been mentoring on the platform? I think it, I don't know an exact date, but I think it's been almost a year. Um, so yes, for, for a decent amount of time. So you're seasoned. So I'm going to put you down as vet. You're <laughs> veterans. Okay, nice. yeah. So in no particular order, I'm going round my square as I see it anyway. It might not be what you see on YouTube. Um, so uh, Daniel, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, oh, yeah. So again, that's going to be back to front. But I'm a compositor of one of us. And I've been mentoring um, a couple of people since uh, last July, I think. Oh, nice. So another veteran. Brilliant. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Brilliant. Thank you, Daniel. And then uh, Ariel, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Ariel from Foundry. So I'm a creative specialist. I just started recently, uh, about two months ago, back in January. 
um, joining the mentorship program. Brilliant. Thank you, Ariel. And Emma. Hello, Emma. Hello, I'm yes. Emma. I'm from Moonraker. We are in Bristol. Uh, I'm a producer and I'm the Access VFX mentoring lead. I have three mentors and I've been mentoring for a, a year now. Hurrah, nice one. Well, we're all veterans, good. And to my right, I have Dexter. Hi, so um, I'm the co-founder of Prospella. You can see that all right. Um, and yeah, uh, Simon and AVFX and I, we, we go way back to uh, the very beginning. When was that, Simon? Uh, We're talking 2017. Um, it would be September 2017. Yeah. So we're like lifelong friends now. We're going strong. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. And down to my left, Lisa May. Hi, I'm Lisa May. Um, hopefully this works. I'm from Blue Zoo Animation. Um, I'm a junior look development artist there and I've been an Access VFX mentor since last September. Amazing. So we're going to have lots of stories then from all of these long-standing mentors. And last but not least, Bianca. Hello, Bianca. Hi, I'm Bianca. I'm a freelance 3D animator based in London. Um, I've worked in short films, uh, games, and television, um, including at Blue Zoo, actually. Okay, wow. And um, I'm a member of Animated Women UK. Uh, I'm on the BAFTA crew film program. Wow. Uh, and I'm a new mentor to Access the Effects as well. You're brand new, aren't you? I think you've recently, yeah. <laughs> like days ago, right? Is that yeah, fair? Amazing. Very new. Good, good. So there can be a lot of questions there as well. So thank you. And uh, I'm Simon, by the way. I've, I'm, I'm a mentor. I, I may not be doing a great job at the moment, but I do have two. So, uh, you know, I need, this will remind me to reconnect with uh, my mentees if, if you're listening, both of you. So, uh, yes, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll carry on and, and then get stuck in. So um, I'm going to get things started by asking my first question. I'm going to direct it to Dexter. Is, um, let's reverse back to 2017 when we first met and we were connected through uh, the Greater London Authority, as I remember who uh, connected us uh, as a platform. And I know we were looking for a mentor partner for our launch event in 2017, which was a careers day at Westminster Kingsway College, where we connected with uh, schools in the Camden, London area from uh, areas of uh, low home ownership, uh, high BAME, high special needs, etc. And it was a super success, but I'd love to reverse back to why you set up Prospella before we get into some key mentoring questions. So Dexter, over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Simon. So um, I suppose going way back. So, um, so I'm actually a, a second generation immigrant um, and my co-founder comes from a working class background and we suffered from what we like to call a network disadvantage. Um, and so what is that? Well, 75% um, of first jobs actually come through personal connections. Uh, and so it's no surprise that nine in 10 of professional roles go to those with affluent backgrounds. So, so ultimately, um, you know, building networks is key to solving this issue. Um, yet when we both started volunteering and we've done various initiatives with the government and youth initiatives, uh, youth charities, we came to realize that schools, colleges, universities, they all lack the resources, the time, the domain expertise to give each of their students the dedication they need. Yeah. Um, and so what they focus on is what students know rather, and they leave who students know completely to chance. Um, and not only that, when we were trying to volunteer, it just wasn't logistically friendly enough, despite being quite committed volunteers. Mm. Um, and, and so um, that, that's what brought us to Prospella. Ultimately, was we wanted to change that by giving these students the foot in the door that they needed mm. and also providing those who wanted to volunteer the access they needed to do it. 
Brilliant, brilliant. And uh, so it's been running, you set up just before we, I think we launched around the same kind of time, didn't we? We actually, did, exactly. We did, Amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for that background, Dexter. And I want to come back to some of those points um, you've, you've mentioned, but I want to kind of loop uh, Ariel in now uh, from Foundry, because Foundry came on board uh, as members of Access VFX last year and also were big sponsors of a lot of, a lot of our events. And uh, I know Foundry were very keen to sponsor something big. So we said, hey, sponsor the e-mentoring platforms. We're about to go live uh, across our global platforms, right, Dexter? Well, you know, there's some extra finance involved in setting up child, uh, the right child protection um, kind of boundaries because um, obviously the, the legalities are different in uh, Canada and, and America. So we needed a yeah. decent chunk of change to make that happen so we can mentor across the pond. Um, so Ariel, could you talk us a bit about why Foundry agreed to sponsor the program or that specific program? Yeah, so Foundry wanted to help do more to improve access for new talent in this industry. Uh, to encourage a wide range of talent to think about this as a career path. Um, so this mentorship program is really just, a, we see it as a great initiative to, you know, encourage that diversity and it'll make our industry better for it. Yeah. Um, so we're very happy to, to be supporting it. Excellent. Thank you, Ariel. And it is, um, you know, for anybody who, uh, any of the uneducated listening to this or watching this, is this is e-mentoring. I know it gets banded around a lot, but it is remote. You never, you could, you, you may never have to leave your home again. That's why this current random situation we're in at the moment is perfectly designed for, um, for, for e-mentoring because you can still give back, you can still support people, and you're not just supporting your kind of local community or, or, or young or, or older people from, from the UK in Northern Ireland. You know, you could be mentoring somebody in downtown Brooklyn or in, in, in Montreal. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's bigger than just, you know, it's a global community, which is what we're being asked to do more of in, in our current uh, climate, right? So uh, I'm gonna ask Emma a quick question, because as you said, Emma, um, you are the, uh, the Access VFX uh, e-mentoring lead. Uh, I know we have a shared challenge as Access VFX in getting more mentors on board, but you know, I'd love to hear more about what, you know where the challenges are in getting that connection. You know, we, it's easy signing up mentees, right? But where are the challenges in getting more mentors on board? Do you think? I think for a lot of mentors, they are worried about their work, current workload. We all work in extremely busy studios where um, our daily challenges um, change by the hour. And I think people are worried that it'll take a lot of input from themselves. Um, the sign-up process is extremely easy and will take 10 minutes. Yeah. You'll be then introduced to someone via a Slack channel. Now, Slack is an online platform. You never see your mentor. It's, you can either download an app that's on your desktop or it can be used through a browser. You're then introduced to your mentor via the Slack channel. And how much you speak to your mentors is up to you, um, depending on your schedule. Um, my mentors drop in and out depending on their work schedule. So it's a two-way thing. Yeah. So I think it takes about half an hour of my week per week, but that's because I'm quite a proactive mentor. And every yeah. day, every morning, especially in the situation we're in, I'm checking in on them, on their mental health. Are they busy? Is anything I can help them with? but that's just because I'm quite proactive with them. Yeah. Um, it's extremely easy. I can see, I've got a couple of artists in my studio and I can see when they'll set up a render, they'll then start chatting to their mentor. Yeah. So actually it's really simple. And the longest time is probably your setup time, which is 10 minutes. 
Excellent. Thank you, Emma. And on that, any of the mentors that are on the call now, you know, did you have any reservations before signing up? Any of the, you know, as Emma said, you know, there's uh, one of the big, biggest barriers for people in our industry uh, getting involved with mentoring is time. So, um, so Daniel, you, you have a point to raise there. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually had just started at one of us when I got as a mentor. So obviously it was a new job. Um, and it was a bit unsure if I should do that at that time. So I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to be doing as a composite of one of us, different to where I was before. Yeah. Um, but of, as we've said, it's very, um, it's not a heavy workload and you can kind of do it uh, in your own pace. So there's no, the chats don't need to necessarily be live, like this is all organized at a time. They can send yeah. you a message and you can reply when, when you're able to. On your terms, so, yeah. Um, and the nice thing is that with a couple of mentees sometimes the questions are the same so you can you can really consider stuff and, and maybe reuse some elements and then there's other things that are more yeah. more personal to that person their particular yeah. needs and sort of thoughts um, yeah but it's it's interesting i mean sometimes they'll ask you to review shots which is an un unusual thing okay obviously I'd, i've got the slack on my phone so i would yeah but i would kind of try and pass it when i come home and then i can watch up my projector and then Really fast. Well, yeah. fast. I mean, <laughs> really detailed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you need balance of constructive and positive feedback, right? That's important. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all good. But it's, it's, I think it's the feedback that they don't, you don't get if it's a showreel piece. Obviously, yeah. if, if there's something in it that's going to be a game breaker, then, then you want them to know. Yeah. And, and Daniel, who, who are you mentoring um, at the moment? You don't have to say the names, but what's their level of experience? So they're both students. They're actually both students at Escape. So they're not, um, okay. they're not completely out of the loop um, in the way that some of the mentees might be. Yeah. Um, which is just by chance. Mm. Um, and they're, they're quite interesting. And one of them is very, um, very, very involved. There are similar groups. Um, just like there's animated women, there's also I think QVFX. There's various ones for yeah, different interest QVFX. groups yeah. to help people kind of um, integrate. Um, or and they have a lot of connections. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one is also uh, they're both final year students, so I imagine they're going to be uh, hopefully going into industry this year. Mm -hmm. I, I'm interested in how this is going to work. This whole you know work with entry level positions. Exactly. Yeah. One thing with seniors but I don't, I don't know how that's going to work and I don't that will play out I guess uh, in time won't it uh, Bianca you had a point to make um, I think for someone like myself who may not have um, say decades of experience in the industry um, one reservation I had was wondering whether I had enough experience to be teaching yeah. somebody about uh, the working world but what's good is also that um, mentees can be sort of they can be students they can be um, early in their careers, mm. um, they could be varying different levels, I suppose. Yeah. So, it's um, a good point. there's still something that you can give back, no matter if you're in, if you've entered the working world and you have experience. I think there are things that you can, that you can teach. Brilliant, Dexter. You were going to throw something in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to add to what Bianca was saying because um, it's a really interesting point. I find. I, that is also one of the reservations that we find is quite common is that people aren't sure they have enough experience to give back. But um, mm. it's actually quite surprising just the, the small insights of what it's like to be in a studio. What is a working mm. day like? Um, things like that can be just incredibly eye-opening and inspirational mm. for some of these students. But also we, we found that some of, um, you know, uh, fresh grads, first 
first jobs out of uh, university, they find that this is their first opportunity to have some managerial mm -hmm. experience. Um, and uh, we had one particular case where it, you know, e-mentoring with us um, actually helped them get a promotion because they could say, no well, I'd, I'd, I'd mentored this many students and I, I had this great feedback from them. Um, and uh, their, wow. their peers didn't have something to compare to. So um, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we've got, I want to come back to that point, but Emma, you had your sign up. Yeah, um, it's important to rem remember that you don't need to know everything because yeah. we're all human and nobody can know everything, but we're all part of wonderful studios. And it's actually brought some of our artists together as a mentee will ask a question and we will all sit down to work it out. What we mm. collectively think would be a good response to them. Yeah. Creative directors that will kindly come and look at a showreel for me and give feedback. So you don't need to know everything because you have friends who are artists, you have studios, and it's nice to be able to come together to help other people. Yeah, I mean it is a community, isn't it, Lisa? You had Lisa May, sorry, you had your um, hand up. Yeah. Um, something I was also going to say was uh, initially I had the same uh, reservations. I was worried because I'm still a junior, um, and this is my first job out of graduating that I wouldn't have enough experience but mm. I actually found it it's really quite helpful because I um I get paired up mostly with students um and so I can obviously really closely relate to what they're going through one mm. of my um mentees is actually at the university that I graduated from so I can help them um with a kind of giving suggestions on how to cope with the workload while at uni um mm. so yeah I'd say if you're uh, a junior definitely definitely sign up it's, it's almost of benefit um if you get paired up with students so, absolutely yeah. right Sid, yeah. you had a point to make. uh yeah just to reiterate what everyone pretty much has been saying um yeah i i thought uh, so i was introduced to um prospera through um my boss dan woman who's an active member of access vfx and uh, he just said that you should just go for it and my first my first reservation was experience uh, plus the studio we're working at is really small so I wasn't sure how useful I would be um, because there's so many mentors from so many different um, like occupations and companies so wasn't sure how much I could add to it but uh, in all honesty it's amazing what you can pull out um, when somebody asks you a question like mm. when you're working on your own you're like oh I only know one thing in my brain and that's it uh, yeah. Um, when when a student, uh, my mentees have been students, um, when they ask you, oh, what's the pipeline like? Or, oh, how's your day-to-day -day experience? There's a lot you can talk about. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing was uh, about, um, so I was concerned about, oh, I, I only know animation. I can really help as an animator. Yeah. Uh, but the way Prospella is set up is, like, this is more for the people who are looking to sign up. Um, as a student or if you're interested uh, you can choose what you want to learn or what you want to be mentored on um, so as a as a mentor I don't have to be worried about answering things that I don't know about or answering topics that I have no experience in because the people that come to me are students who are actively seeking out advice in the roles that I say that I'm experienced in. So yeah, it, it's a really great experience. I've, I've had a good time um, mentee, mentoring students um, so far. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Sid. Daniel, you had a point to raise. 
Oh, it was just um, when I was um, trying to get into the industry myself. I remember there was a forum, um, which is now defunct, but the one of the most useful and popular threads on that was Ask a Junior Artist. Um, and it was a young guy who was working as like a, a rotor artist on Harry Potter movies. Mm. And people, you know, everyone wanted to know because everyone, you think that these network connections that Dex was talking about are all going to be like, you know, the CEO of the meal or whatever. But actually, very often it's, you know, um, if you want to get into Roto Prep, you know someone in Roto Prep at one of these companies. Often they, those those junior connections are the ones that will, will get you a role. And those are the those are the jobs that you need to know about. The issues that come up day to day for a VFX supervisor aren't necessarily what you need to know right now when you're not in the industry. Yeah, it's a really, really good point. Um, I'm glad we're having this conversation. We're gonna, I want to loop back to that point, but I want to include Ariel because you had your hand up. Did you want to add to that? Um, so yeah, I'll keep it brief. But, um, but yeah, I just want to emphasize on anyone who has any, um, you know, who are, who are being held back by this, you know, fear of, you know, do I have enough experience? Am I going to be able to give valuable feedback? But you know, we all work in this industry. We all have that connection that everyone wants, or that the mentees will want to have. And we've comes all taken, back, yeah. yeah, we've all got, got completely unique experiences. We've all taken completely different windy roads into this uh, world, uh, you know, of this industry. So, um, yeah. anyone who does have, you know, insight in this industry should should consider becoming a mentor. Absolutely. Thanks, Ariola. Bianca, you had your hand up. I was going to add to what Sid was saying about. Um, not having all of the answers in some circumstances. Um, that's a really great opportunity to make make use of the, the mentors channel um, on Slack, mentors only channel and maybe ask mm. yeah. uh, that question for somebody else to answer who might know a bit more point. about what's being asked. Um, and when you think about the, uh, and we talk a lot about community, I mean, that's what's quite nice about Slack is you have that mentor Slack channel with all the mentors that are signed mm. up. Who can check in so to your point and actually all of your points you know the, the, the almost the power of being um a, a, i hate using the word junior because i think that does people a disservice but even being starting out in your career you could have a, a studio runner as a as a mentor because by the very nature of your job you're I mean runners are connected to more people than you know any of us and you know their network is extensive so it's all relative isn't it when we think about experience and i think one of the biggest barriers to mentoring is I'm not sage enough. I'm not like a, the Gandalf of that, you know, of VFX, you know, I'm not, I'm not all knowing and you're not. I mean, the, the nature of mentoring is that it's, um, you can find the answers out, right? Um, you're not a coach, you're not a trainer, you're a mentor. So you can, and, and you have the, the protection of uh, being on Slack anyway. So you can't have your bemused face on <laughs> in a meeting. You can go, okay. Uh, or even feedback. Like uh, one of my mentees is a, uh, aspiring 2D artist so he'll send me his reel and I can just send it to a 2D artist that I know and get some feedback and then take all the glory but my point is is that you don't have to have all the answers and all of you have articulated beautifully and then you have all the soft skills right of um of mentoring as a as, as somebody in the studio anyway because it actually uh, reinforces your your particular skill set mentoring is a skill right it's training it's support and uh, it makes you a, a kind of better professional person as a result is that fair to say yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my segue for somebody to drop some knowledge bombs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can um, speak a little bit about um, something that I always thought of while I was a student, which was um, you used to get told a lot that all of the networking that you do, especially in um, VFX, happens at the pub. Um, and I'm not a huge drinker. Um, 
and I, I kind of struggle in those big group situations. So mm. I think had I had something like this when I was a student, it would have made me feel really um, connected in a way that yeah. I felt comfortable with. Because um, not everybody enjoys going to the pub and enjoys that kind of yeah. networking situation where you're, you know, drinking loads of beer and chatting with people. Sometimes you just want some some advice in a in a way yeah. that is comfortable for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sid, so, you had a point to add to that. Uh, yeah, so exactly as Lisa said. Um, well, when I was in when I was in university, there was a big emphasis on going to massive networking events and, and just going and talking to people. But we've all been there. It's yeah. a lot easier said than done. Um, you more often than not. I remember my first networking event. You go there and you just stand in the corner and Awkward. pray yeah. that somebody will look at you and talk to you. And it's really, it's really difficult. Um, yeah. And our industry is made up of introverts. Well, totally. a lot of them are. Yeah. And this, um, what we're doing here, it's, it's, we're offering that network for people to communicate and to, like, to get in. And um, it helps a lot that um, most of our communication is done through chat. So even if you are just paralyzed with fear, uh, talking mm. to people like face to face, you can really get um, a lot through just text and it helps a lot um yeah so yeah i again i wish i really wish i had this when i was younger um, oh, me too it, just, it would have been amazing so yeah just nice one definitely reiterating that and that's coming from our, our most veteran uh, mentor on the call right so you know yeah big up big up emma you had your um yeah, logo. as a producer uh been producing for 15 years um, so I've seen a lot of first-time CVs, a lot of first-time reels. Having spoken to my uh, mentor, mentees and witnesses over the last 15 years, it seems that in universities you are taught to be an, art an artist but not taught how the world of work is, yeah. how to sell yourself and how to lay out your CV and how to put your first email together and how important these little things are, like not sending a blanket email out to every company in yeah. the country with accidentally putting the wrong company name in the top corner, mm. which a lot. These little bits of information about how you can personally develop to get into this really kind of tricky world of work are so important. Um, yeah. The things that are not about crafting your 2D or 3D, but are helping you as an individual to feel more confident to be able to talk to someone in a big room and shake their hand and not embarrass yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's those fundamentals as well. It's not yeah. just the tech, it's not just the, the, the software stuff, right? And we've proven we can teach that and you're there to do that too. But the- uh, Just yourself as an individual that you are worthy and that we want to listen to you. And every CV we receive, we want it to be the right person and we want everyone to succeed. Exactly. Uh, Daniel, you had a point to make. Um, it was going back to the networking events because one of the questions I actually had a lot of one of my mentees was exactly what to do at a networking event. So yeah. you can actually, it's not one or the other, you can actually support them how they might approach mm. So in my case, the advice was find, go with someone who's a bit more extroverted than you are, yeah. they will make the, the connections. And once the conversation starts, you, 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 you. So. 
absolutely i know i know and it's um yeah it's almost especially what we're going through at the moment it's almost repositioning or, or made us all rethink um how we connect as well i mean if you listen to the last episode we did as a celebrity squares um last week it was all, all about um standing out while staying in you know we're in this kind of new normal where you know, almost the uh, the softer skills are um are uh, even more important and the etiquette's even more important because you know we're now online so you know you don't want to be uh, to Emma's point, hammering a, a studio recruiter with daily LinkedIn messages, you know, like a constant tap on their shoulder. There's lots of different ways of approaching it. And the, the mentoring platform is a great way to harness those skills or have that, that sounding board where you can go, hey, look, I'm thinking about tapping up this recruiter. Should I do it now or later? And you'll have somebody who knows what they're doing, who've been through that, who have been through that before. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really good point. Did anybody else want to add to that uh, thread? I don't think anybody else had their hand up, so I'm happy to move oh. on. Um, Sid, sorry. I've got one last quick thing to say, uh, like what Emma was talking about, like asking uh, questions about CVs and stuff. Um, well, in general, there's no stupid question to ask. Like you can ask anything uh, as long as it pertains to what you want to learn about. Um, and it's just, um, again, it's it's a lot easier to to get those questions across um, when you're talking to somebody, uh, and you're you're also, I mean, again when we're doing it through chat you have time to prepare those questions and you won't be um yeah. you won't be lost for words technically yeah. um so yeah there's, there's always something um and yeah it's it's just a great network to be a part of uh, if you're a yeah. mentee um yeah just just reiterating that again <laughs> you know as a mentee i imagine it's quite nice to be able to craft your responses even in a mentoring conversation as well right like yeah. a lot of people are, have a fear of um people working in industry or, or starting a new role and actually you get to have a conversation, but you get to just sense check your sentence, you know, come across a little bit. I don't know. Is that fair? Is it, yeah. You, is there a little you, hack there maybe? Yeah. You can prepare yourself essentially. And yeah. um, it's, uh, it's a lot uh, easier to, well, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to mess up when you know what you're going to ask in advance. Mm. And again, because there's always a time lag between, uh, chat uh, you can always uh, just like if you see something that's either really useful um, or just whatever like you can always just sit on it for a bit and then just reply mm. uh, uh, in response yeah. and there's you, you have that option which you may not have um, if you're doing um, like if you're asking questions face to face so yeah yeah well, plus you have the the added layer that you um, you're not you you can mentor people as young as thirteen years old as well, right? So yeah, yeah. You know you you have you that you know, I always flippantly joke that you're not gonna you know, meet a thirteen year old kid for a coffee in Soho. It's just it's, it's weird. Now you have that opportunity where you can still meaningfully mentor a young person without the awkwardness of of of, of a of a one to one. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing to add i just remembered um so usually uh, the people who sign up for uh this prospella they, they are the people who are interested so yeah. you know as a mentor that you're going to have uh well a conversation that will go somewhere more often than not um so even even if you're like if you're a student of your somebody's trying to get into the industry it shows a lot um it like it really um, it's a big step. Like, you know, the, yeah, it's a big step. The fact that you're yeah. taking the incentive to get involved and to talk to people like that alone uh, is fantastic. Um, it really shows like you're you're willing to learn, you're willing to grow, yeah. and you're willing to to communicate. So wow. yeah, so that says a lot. Even before you've said your first yeah. word on Slack, yeah. right? You've already kind of coming in with a good, a decent pedigree. 
yeah, I, you know, somebody who's something. interested, who's keen, who wants to engage. That's a really, really good. It, point. It's, it's a lot more useful than sending a LinkedIn message and hoping to get a hit or something. Yeah, because exactly. you're in the right space. So we're here to kind of really push the mentoring platform. As I said in my uh, introductory spiel, is that um, you know we've done a lot of LinkedIn pushes, a lot of social pushes for mentoring. Emma's done some great posters. We've got stuff on fridges in studios, but we really wanted to get real stories out there. And uh, one of the questions I want to ask is: Are there any? Do you have any success stories? I mean, most of you have been mentoring for a while now. Have you got any, you don't have to mention any names, or I'd rather you didn't mention any names, but can you talk about any great successes that have been achieved for your mentees since you've been mentoring them? Um, so uh, something really cool that I was kind of uh, chatting to with one of my mentors about was um, uh, just finding out how we could help students at her level um, and what she was kind of struggling with. And something that I was surprised to hear was that um, she still had a perception that there weren't um, women in the industry or there weren't many women um, in uh, kind of positions of influence. Um, and I work in a really, really fantastic environment where I have so many inspirational women um, around me. And I think something we realized was there was uh, like a lack of outreach. Um, so a lack of female artists going to universities to guest lecture. Um, and so a uh, success that kind of came from that was that I was able to go back to the studio and say, hey, you know, there's, there's, there's something lacking here. Maybe we can have a chat with some of the female artists and try and get them to, to do guest lectures to make sure that we don't get questions like, you know, are, are there actually women um, in animation? Because there's plenty and really talented. So um, in terms of being able to... Um, make sure that uh, the representation of all kinds of people um, mm. in terms of outreach end up at university. Um, I could then go back to Blue Zoo and um, chat to them about oh. what we could, how we could help with that. Um, and so that was really yeah. fantastic thing to kind of resolve um, and to be a part of resolving. To be able to have something to anchor your conversation in with your studio heads as well, right? Because we all know there's a lack of gender representation, but actually to hear it from that's the perception of somebody trying to get into industry. You've got that as a yeah, exactly as a, as an in with with the studios. That's a really really great point. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. So uh, Emma, you were going to mention something. Yeah, I've got a lovely um, student female animator in her third year who was giving she was given conflicting feedback from different. Um, uh, lecturers at school and we were just able to talk through and give her confidence in her own work and wow. just just alter something very slightly but to just give her confidence that she could push back and say I think this is working because and actually I've shown someone a professional mm -hmm. artist and he agrees so mm -hmm. that that was nice just to see her confidence grow yeah. a beautiful thing and that alone is a huge success isn't yeah. it yeah um, Thank you, Emma. Um, so, Sid, you had your uh, hand up, and we're going to go to Daniel yeah. and then Bianca. Uh, yeah, um, so I guess, like, success stories is, it's like a really broad term, because it could mean anything. And, like, with my mentees, uh, they're both students, and they basically, uh, they're still in university, so the process is ongoing. Like, it's not, this isn't a story where it's like, oh, I got a job, or anything like that. It's, uh, I guess, my success, uh, success story is more um, 
the the concept of like the communication concept uh, concept of uh, of this was proven by the fact that we just kept talking like we kept talking for a long time so it works uh, we were talking uh, she was asking for feedback on storyboards uh, I believe she was a second year student uh, and uh, she um, she was asking for feedback and it was it was a long process that happened over a few months and uh, I gave my feedback and she fed back to like me as to what worked what didn't work what what struggles she was having what uh, what references she could get and the fact that that communication um, just just went somewhere because like again I, I'm not gonna lie I when I started this this whole thing I wasn't sure how how it was gonna work like because there's some students who um, may not keep up uh, they may not continue the communication process but it it really did continue on for a long time Wow. And uh, she eventually sent me a storyboard that looked incredible. And it wasn't just because of me. It was like she asked other people. She, uh, like she uh, showed a lot of um, motivation to, to like ask, um, as, like, aside from myself. Um, and yeah, like it, just, it, it, it was great just to see that. And I had, a, I had another student who uh, asked for feedback on a showreel. And... Uh, I think I gave him a massive like paragraph uh, well, a page worth of feedback and I don't think he expected that um, so he was glad that there was somebody here who was actually taking his work seriously and giving him the feedback that he wanted um, so I guess just those small things like I'd consider them success stories um, in that regard um, so yeah Thank you, sir. Daniel, you, did you have your hand up earlier? Um, I didn't, but I, I, can, I have something to say. So. <laughs> okay, come on then. The floor's yours. So, uh, I mean, I, I find like I tried to make the, some of the feedback when people show up a bit like, a bit like dailies, because obviously when you have yeah. um, professional work that people see in show rules, that's often had several rounds of dailies before it even gets anywhere near, mm. and gets published and then eventually goes on the reel. So um, I think it's good for students to get similar kind of feedback and be able to see what sort of things is expected because often I think they're trying to do something super epic but what actually catches um, what people need to pay attention to is really small details quite really quite minor things that could, could follow you know throw potential yeah. off so it's just picking up on you know that slipping that mm. that that doesn't match you know those levels are a little yeah. bit wrong those silly things that on, don't might not seem so big when you're trying to learn everything and people are you know often doing quite um, way beyond what you might do in a professional context right they're making stuff in 3d and they're, they're they're although they're a compositor they're creating elements and they're doing you know some amazing graphics and all these things but then mm. you know the actual really track is slipping or something like that so it's just kind of grounding them in the kind of feedback that they can yeah. get they can they can correct and hopefully put something out there um, and one of my mentees actually, when they showed their reel at one of these events, uh, was you know got massively positive feedback from a lot of those students there because it's happened. Yeah, yeah. it's good they've had that it, first it, line it's of good to get feedback. You know? Yeah, but you get to have feedback in that safe space, don't with you? I guess yeah. you can kind of give them that feedback, honest feedback, and then they can take that forward. So that's, that's a great example. Thank you. Dan. Exactly, they can send it the same the same piece of work multiple times. Mm. You can't do that. Uh, recruiter, like with a yeah. you one shot, and that's it. You burn yeah. it. Like M and M, 
Whereas, yeah. like, whereas with, with the mentee, he, they, I mean, I, I, with one rotor shot, I got one of them to do sort of five, six versions, mm. you know, like, which is what might happen when you're actually employed. But as when you're trying to get a job, you need to get one, yeah. you've got one shot at it. It's almost a great experience having that, isn't it? It's getting it wrong, try again, getting it on wrong, try again. That's that's the, the lived experience in studio, isn't it? But they're getting yeah. free from, from you without any fear of any real judgment, right? Exactly. So, so Bianca, you had a point to raise, and I'm going to move to Lisa May. So Bianca. Um, so the success story I'd like to share actually has less to do with the mentorship program as a whole and more to do with um, Access VFX. Yay. Um, and it's my own. It's how I got my job at Blue Zoo. Uh, and it was because, um, so I was working at a game studio at the time in Sunderland. Um, and someone showed me on Twitter on the day that um, Access VFX were having a, I think they were running a careers uh, fair at the local college. Yeah, we did a tour of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at Sunderland College. Um, so... I remember on my lunch break running over there with like an iPad of my work um, and uh, being really excited to speak to somebody from Blue Zoo because um, it was like the studio I wanted to work at at the time. And um, I got to meet uh, Tom Box and Katie Gascoigne who were there oh, yeah. at the Blue Zoo stall. And I just got some feedback on my work, um, not really expecting anything. And then by the end of the week, I had a job at Blue Zoo. So I think it just nice. goes to show that so if you about. have, yeah, if you have the initiative and you um, you see opportunities for what they are and you show up and are friendly and, and interested and um, even like signing up to this mentorship program, if mm. you show that um, you have the drive yeah. and um, exactly. want yeah. to learn, then uh, people will see potential Amazing. in you. Well, thank you for sharing that, Bianca. That's, that's amazing to hear. And actually, it builds on Sid's point around just showing up to the mentoring program is enough uh, grounding to go on to do bigger and better things, which you've, you've clearly clearly done, Bianca. So thank you for that. Uh, Lisa May, you had something to add. Yeah, um, I guess it kind of ties in Daniel and Bianca's points together, is that it's, um, I think, for students, a real privilege to be able to show um, work in progress because... Uh, a lot of what you do as an artist in industry is actually iterate um, and oftentimes that process is really slow so say for example if you take a tablet um, and you go to a recruitment event physically and show your work um, first of all often they don't have time to fully take mm. in um, and to, to give you proper feedback but if you do get feedback and you do work on it possibly the next time you get to show the improvements you've made is a few months whereas mm. this as Daniel was saying you know you can get feedback um and then almost daily you can mm. you can iterate um in in that way and that's that's a real privilege I think as a student um to yeah. get that kind of one-on-one -on -one feedback yeah and I imagine if, as a mentor the feedback's more considered because if you're at a careers event everybody's yeah. coming at you left right and yeah. center and yeah you'll get to look at it but it's quite a stressful environment to be in as a recruiter and a talent manager but if you're in the confines of your studio or you're on your train home, as uh, Daniel said, he's got it on his phone, it's, you think it through more, right? I mean, is that, I guess that's fair to say. Um, Dexter, you had a point to raise. Yeah, um, actually, it's, um, it's an ABFX success story. Yeah, um, keep coming. Yeah. We'll have a separate podcast episode on these. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, one particular example was actually a younger student um, at school in East London. Um, and you may have seen in the papers in recent years, um, you know, these 
these gangs and stabbings. And this particular school where the student was at was um, some of the students were involved in this activity. Um, and so you can see the sort of environment where the student was. Um, and, and they had access to um, an access VFX e-mentor. Um, you know, they were having their, their applications to um, uh, jobs and um, pieces of their work reviewed and so on, these little inspirational insights from the mentor. And um, I was speaking with the teacher and the teacher said they got into Brit school. So, you know, one of the top performing art institutions yeah. in the country. Um, and he said, I no doubt um, believe that this was directly correlated to the involvement that they had with Postvela and ADFX and his mentor. Um, and, and why I bring this up in particular is because the student actually took that opportunity. So not only did they open this door for them, but they took it. So a lot of the problems that we have is that students, um, sometimes they have opportunities to go to Cambridge or Harvard or whatever it is, but they won't take it because they feel like it's out of their league. Mm. Um, and having this support network, this person who was egging them on saying, no, you could do this, yeah. um, opened the door and then took them through it, mm, which, is, which is incredible. And, and, and I suppose more broadly, that, that fits in line with some of the work that we've done. So, um, you know, we've done some pilot studies with Teach First and um, some, some of the results are incredible. 85% um, of the students said uh, the experience with us was one of the most authentic, personalized experiences in the world of work so far but also 100% said that, that they felt energized after speaking with their mentors. So not only are they, they listening to what you're saying, but um, you know, hopefully they're doing something about it as well. So yeah. they're taking actions from you know, these little pointers that you think are just a throwaway mm. pointer. They are they're taking it seriously. Just knowing somebody's got their back, isn't it? I think there's something really Absolutely. good in that. And I think uh, Emma mentioned the whole piece around encouragement as well, is just support and encouragement. You don't have to be you know, they have a PhD in, I don't know, Houdini or, or, or After Effects, you know, you can just be somebody who wants to help someone out. And that's why we always say it doesn't have to, you don't have to be an artist. You don't have to necessarily be an animator or working on the tech. You could be working in the accounts team. You could be a HR exactly. person because you're going to know people who can help that mentee at the end of the day, right? I mean, that's what it's about. That's absolutely and, right. For the last 15 years, for a long time, I've been the only woman in the room and so I already feel like we're winning because my, ment my mentees are people from different ethnic backgrounds, they're women, mm. and they want to be in this work environment. And that, for that, that is the biggest success story because we're yeah. speaking to the people that we want to and they want to get involved in that. I think it's so worthwhile. It makes yeah. me so happy. No, it's, I mean, it's the, it's the, I always talk about e-mentoring being the, uh, the heart of, access VFX because it is the true get stuff done um, uh, part of our mantra because whatever event we attend well even if it's a, a simple panel event or a schools event we can always push the e-mentoring platform so we can never be accused of not uh, sending out a call to action and the e-mentoring platform is the ultimate call to action. Um, Sid? Um, just what like on the topic of what uh, Dexter mentioned about the students being energized um, I'd say that it goes both ways because like as a mentor um when i see um like people actually like what you know when i'm talking to my mentees and i see that you know we're communicating that they're taking on feedback um i feel great i just want to keep helping people and uh it kind of like it kind of pushes me in my own career just to like really like go forward and just try and become better because i want mm. to kind of take on as much experience as I can and then yeah. like 
disseminate that experience uh, to as many uh, people as I can. So yeah, like there's there's a real flow of energy happening. Mm. That sounds really. Uh, that sounded really weird, but yeah. Like Lower of energy, I'll work with that. I love we'll, it. We'll, we'll, re, we'll re, retitle the podcast episode. <laughs> Lower of energy episode. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just great. It's, um, yeah, yeah I, I would definitely think that's, that's the case. Yeah, there's a real reverse, isn't there? There's a reverse mentoring angle I'm hearing a lot on this episode is, you know, the mentee gets as much out of it as the, uh, the mentor. Um, Lisa May, you had your hand up. Yeah, um, just building on uh, what Sid was saying, I think um, it, also, sometimes, you know, when you're having a bit of a down day as an artist in, in the industry, you, you take what you're doing for granted. Um, and then the minute you chat to somebody and, and you hear how, how inspiring your career is, you, you sit back and you think, hold on a minute, you know, yes. I'm, I'm here and I'm, I, I really value this. Um, and I think you're so right about the, the flow of energy in that sense. You know, it really makes you feel positive and makes you feel grateful for where you are and also something that I was kind of surprised to find was how creatively inspired I feel by the work that um, my mentees are doing so um, there was this really cool project uh, that one of my mentees was working on and uh, she approached it in a really really interesting way that I wouldn't have personally approached it um, and you know you even learn a lot from um, from seeing mm. how different artists approach um, different things so yeah I, I personally feel creatively inspired Amazing. by my mentees as well which is brilliant cool. thank you Lisa Daniel you had your hand up yeah I was gonna say same uh, similar point you get a lot out of it I mean they they often invest in your success as well right they want to see their mentor do well mentees mm -hmm. um, but also just the questions you know when you one of the ways you learn a lot when you want to ask you a difficult question it's challenging you have to as you say go and find the answer well, now you've got a reason to talk to someone in your in your department that you to ask yeah. them a question that you hadn't wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah. So that can set off conversations and that can expand your knowledge. And again, like it also is a way of sort of taking stock, and you do feel a lot more confident. I think sort of work because you're like, oh, okay, well, that is quite good that I've done. You know, I am at a good stage of my career, whereas maybe yeah. I'm like, been in a bit of a lull for a certain amount of time. Um, and so these, these, I think that's a really big part of it that you're it's an exchange you know it's like mm. any kind of relationship where yeah. you're helping someone else you strengthen yourself yeah, yeah and it is VFX Animation Games it's, we're, we're in the relationship business and what we're doing is creating new relationships through this platform right which create new networks because every event that that we run with Axe Effects, we always start it with um, a, a slide that says, you know, welcome to your network. If you didn't have a network, you have one now, because just by coming to, to, um, to uh, Bianca's point, you know, an event, you come to an event, boom, that's the beginning. It's up to you what you do with it from there on in, really. Is that fair to say? You know, you have a network now. You know, the Axis VFX is your network, QVFX is your network. Um, I want to start to bring the episode to uh, a, a close because I could talk about this forever. I'm going to check in with Emma because Emma's our Axis VFX lead. Have we covered key, the key, key points, do you think? Is there anything that we, we feel we should we should squeeze in before we start to wrap up? Because I do have a final question. No, but... I think We've, um, going through the list, I think we've gone through our list. From the big sell. Yeah. So I just want um, to hear from all of you now. Uh, it's why should people sign up? And I think it's obvious why 
people should sign up to be mentees because it's going to develop their career. It's going to forge their own network. But what do you, what's your message to anyone out there working in industry, wider creative industry, VFX, animation, games, fashion, publishing, anything creative, right? Who may still be having second thoughts or still only just considering mentoring and not going right. I mean, all right. So what's the one piece of advice? Why should people sign up? Bianca. Um, well, I think it's a great lesson in leadership, isn't it? Um, just being able to inspire people, uh, support them, encourage them to grow, challenge them. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot to be learned from the mentors with uh, more experience than you as well. Um, and I'm sure they're, they're happy to share their experiences and um, what, what um, challenges have had they've had the most success with, uh, with yeah. their mentees. Um, so yeah, speaking to other mentors and learning from them as well, I think is a, is a big positive and a big reason to join. A great lesson in leadership. That's a great quote. Might borrow <laughs> that for the, uh, the podcast blurb. Thank you, Bianca. <laughs> Lisa May. Hi. Um, yeah. So I think for me, I would say if you can, um, put yourself at the start of your career, and think about all of the questions that you had that you didn't have somebody to ask them to. Um, wouldn't you want somebody to be on the other end of that answering your questions? Um, mm. And I think if the answer is yes, it's really important to to be to to be that person who can answer those questions and make yeah. somebody feel a bit more uh, confident in themselves in their career choices. Brilliant. Thank you, Lisa May. Ariel. So, I mean, there's so many reasons why you should be a, a mentor, but first of all, it's fun. It's really rewarding. You get to do something for the industry and it's really easy. Like all you do is sign up and the prosperity makes a really great, makes yeah. the process really easy for you. They do all the hard work for you. And yes. then, um, yeah, basically these aspiring artists are so hungry for information. You know, going back to what Lisa said, you know, if you could talk to yourself back when you were considering um, joining a uh, going into this uh, down this career path you know what would you tell yourself I mean in my case I would have you know wanted um, to, to know all the options I had you know what are the options that there are what are the different paths you can take it's really great and it's really powerful and um, you know you have the insight that they're looking for so uh, definitely definitely sign up brilliant thank you Ariel Sid uh, well just to build on what uh, Bianca Lisa and Ariel were all saying I mean we just got to hammer that point uh, it's um, it's fun. Um, you're investing in the future of the industry because you're getting more people in and that can only be a good thing. Mm. Um, you're, you're, build, you're getting a lot of diverse uh, people uh, into the industry. So that means new ideas, uh, like things that you wouldn't have even thought about as a, as a mentor. You can learn a lot from your mentees. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, again, as, as a student, you know you would have wanted this help when you were yeah. at, at that place. And you can now take part in in helping people who are in that place. So yeah, it's just uh, it's it's a long term investment, and it, it is worth it. Long term investment, brilliant. Thank you, Daniel. So I mean, when I was a kid, I remember thinking, saying to someone, another kid, that I wanted to be in special effects, and I'm going, yeah, but what do you really want to do? What job do you really want to do? And there are a lot, so many kids now who want to get into games, who want to get into film, who want to get into TV, and they're you know they've been like, what? Yeah, but what job do you really want? You know, yeah, yeah. Which office? Yeah, really, yeah. And it's like it is a job. There are jobs out there. You can do this, and you can tell that. You know, you can help that kid to actually 
get a job. And kids that aren't from these backgrounds where they're not connected, and often those kids that are hungry, that are, you know, they don't have, they don't have the they're going to be better. They're going to work harder. They're going to, they're not going to sort of post along because they've yeah. not been able to. So I think it's, it's yeah. going to be positive for you. And when you're, you know, maybe one, one day you're building a team, those, those people are going to be on your team because you were there from the start. Amazing. Thank you, Daniel. Emma. Um, I would say that um, as a person working in visual effects, you're in a privileged position. And the state of the, what we're going through in the world right now, um, if anything, shows us that we should be kind to each other and that we should be pulling each other close and creating a community. And if we're nurturing people now who want to be part of a community, what are they going to do? They're going to yeah. do the same. So in five, ten years, imagine what that would be to our entire workforce. It will be such yeah. a kinder, happier place. Yeah, it comes back to that future, that investment in the future, isn't it? Absolutely. Thank you, Emma. And last but not least, the man who kicked it all off in the first place, uh, Dexter. All right. Um, I mean, I can only ditto what you know all the amazing things everyone's already said. But um, if you know, if anything else, just because it's a wonderful thing to do, and um, believe you me, it will brighten up your day. Um, when you start seeing the results that your, you know, your mentees are showing you, um, we, we always see mentors take on more mentees as well. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have someone sign up and say, you know, I'll start with one. I'll see how that goes. A couple of weeks later, they're like, send as many as you want my way. <laughs> send them over. <laughs> um, and, you know, the students are so grateful. We are so grateful. Um, and, you know, it's just an amazing network. Amazing. Thank you, Dexter. And uh, I think on that word grateful, I wanted to say a massive thank you to all of you for not just taking part in this, uh, this p podcast episode, but also for your, your mentoring service. So a uh, big thank you to, to Sid, to Daniel, to Emma, to Ariel, Bianca, Lisa, and obviously Dexter. Um, I think that went well. Again, our second Cerberus Squares, right? You enjoy that, guys? Would, would you come back? Would you do it again? Um, thank you. Thank you, uh, Daniel, thank you for keeping your, your kids well behaved. I think you did a sterling job. <laughs> you get them quiet, are they locked in a cupboard somewhere? No, <laughs> Babe, I've got help, I'm cheating, so uh, I've got advantages. But, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. So um, yeah, I wanna kind of bring the, the episode to a close now, but I guess I should say, if you are keen to get involved, either as a mentee or a mentor, go to the Access VFX website, accessvfx.org forward slash mentors and sign up or become a mentor. We need more mentors, more industry mentors. There's still people waiting to be connected. Is that fair to say, Dexter? Yeah. So as much yep, as we're okay. going, hey, this is amazing, it's only as good as the amount of mentors we get on board. Is that fair to say, Emma? Yes. Amazing. All right, well, have a good day. Stay safe and well, and we'll see you on the next episode. Not you lot. We'll have a different look of <laughs> guests, but maybe on a future episode. But um, guys, thank you so much. Amazing. And uh, have a great day. There we go. End of another Access VFX podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. To find out more about what we discussed, our mentoring program and events we're at, then head over to our website at www.accessvfx.org and follow us on social media. Big thank you for listening. And until next time, bye.